Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's what I hate about football. Injuries. And you can say that about any sport. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, like the game of football that literally there's the little assassins waiting behind every door. And every team is going to be subject to them. You don't know when it's coming. You don't know who it's going to target. And you really just have to kind of hold your breath. Well, it happened to the Bucks, And this is the first significant injury they've had this year. But it happened to them on Wednesday. Receiver Russell Gage... Early in camp, I, I mean, they're they're scrimmaging the New York Jets up here, of course, in New Jersey. And this couldn't have been more than 10, 15 minutes, um, you know, into the portion of practice where they actually were competing against each other. He takes a quick pass, and he's backpedaling when he catches it. And then all of a sudden, he grabs his knee and, and collapses. Pounding the turf, teammates come around, everyone realizes it's serious. They're all on one knee. And yes, Gage suffered a significant non-contact knee injury. And those are always the ones to me that you're, you know, the most vulnerable to because it seems like if somebody goes down without contact that there's something really, really wrong with them. But um, look, this is going to end his 2023 season. He left the uh, team hotel up here in New Jersey, and he is flying back home. He is going to have surgery later this week. They are not being specific about, you know, which ligament. It, it Listen, it looks it's look, looked and sounded like an MCL, or an ACL, I'm sorry, not an MCL, an ACL. Jay, Jason, I think it was Jason, or one of the front office guys were nearby, could hear it um, when it occurred, and... You know, players know these things. I mean, there's no contact. They know when the guy's in, in trouble. Um, they surrounded him. And uh, you know what? That's probably or most likely going to be the last of Russell Gage we will see in Tampa Bay because he only had one more year left on his contract. He had signed a three-year, $30 million deal. That got cut back after the first year. So he took like a $3 million pay cut. He's going to pay for play for $7 million. And now, of course, um, it'll be very difficult for him, I think, just to get back to the National Football League. And Todd Bowles said, uh, which usually in the case before they examined him, that they knew it was serious. Um, you know, and, and they got to move forward. I mean, it's not like, you know, they're hoping for the best, but there's nothing you can do about injuries. They They happen. It was tragic. And and so now you go from Gage, who was number three, that caught 51 balls last year and had five touchdowns in just 13 games. And you've got to find somebody that can pick up that slack. And it's a shame because Gage was actually 
you know, even though he missed some time in the um, off-season workout program, he was starting to starting to assert himself a little bit, and um, and now he's done. Of course, now the salary cap ramifications are he had signed a three-year, thirty million dollar deal, and now um, he can walk. The Bucks can walk away from him in twenty twenty-four, and they take only a two point one six six million dollar hit in terms of dead money on their salary cap, which isn't all that bad if you really think about it. But now the Bucks are sitting here, and they don't have any experienced receivers. I mean, outside of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, if you really think about it. Um, the most experienced one after that is Seattle free agent David Moore. He's going into his fifth season. Devin Tompkins and Kalen Geiger um, are in their second year, and Tompkins has been used as a kick returner. So... You know, it, it's just the ripple effect of this is devastating. And you just can't explain it, man. It's like if if I could pick anybody on the offensive line to lose outside of maybe Tristan Wirfs, like you would do it. But here we are, and, you know, Russell Gage's season is over. Uh, he got on a plane, was flying home to Tampa. He was going to undergo – probably a uh, another MRI or examination on his knee. And at that point, you know, they'll tell him that uh, that that's probably it for the year. So, Well, disapp- and, and we've talked, it is disappointing, but we've talked on this podcast and, and you've written about too that the receiver room actually looks very promising. Now they're young, they're inexperienced, but guys like Topkins, guys like Palmer, you know, it's now it's their chance to step up. They've looked good in camp, and and they flashed. And, and what Palmer had a huge catch today in New York, and we'll talk about that coming up. Um, but it, it's you know in the NFL, it's a next man up mentality. But we've been talking about how that receiver room has been a pleasant surprise of the young guys, and how the decisions for the fourth, fifth, sixth receiver were going to be tough. Well. Now it moves up. It, it, one, it opens up another slot probably, um, but it, it gives these guys are going to get more reps, better reps with the ones to see who can be receiver three and four on this team and make a significant impact for this season. That's true. Um, and yet the fortunate thing is they've got some players at receiver. And, you know, I think, that's in their favor. Now you don't want to lose Russell Gage because, you know, clearly he was their their third mm-hmm. bright receiver behind Godwin and Evans, and has played a lot of football. Was injured last year um, with a hamstring, and then got a concussion in the playoff game. So he's had some tough breaks, right? Mm-hmm. But he's got fifty one receptions in his career for four hundred twenty six yards uh, and five touchdowns, which is the most also in his career. So, you know, it's look. You couldn't, you couldn't ask for a, a worse outcome for Russell because his contract is not guaranteed after this year. He took mm-hmm. a pay cut to stay, and fortunately, I think they're deep at receiver. I think they have some young guys that are going to be able to fill these shoes, and it starts with Trey Palmer, who we can talk about, but. It, it, it's devastating to see a player, to see an athlete, you know, who makes his living with his body, 
be carted off and know that, yeah, you're probably, you know, you're done for the year. Um, it's just hard. Gage flew home. Um, he's supposed to undergo surgery later this week, uh, one of these days, but that's, you know, it's, it's football, man. Like these little assassins are around every corner and you just don't know who they're going to pick off, but they got Russell Gage and that is sad, but it's also an opportunity for a guy like Trey Palmer. Like he can step in to that number three position. And we're talking to Mike Evans. He goes, look, Trey had one of the best days of practice I've ever seen. You know, he ran fast, caught the ball, um, you know, just everything you're looking for. So there will be there will be guys given opportunities, and and we'll see how they step up. But that's that's a bummer because you hate to see any injury, much less even any. And he's so he's flying home, supposed to have. Um, really surgery, I think, before the week is out. So that's how quick this is going to go. So you know it's a severe situation. So these joint workouts are interesting because, first of all, you never know who's scripting these things, right? Like they they met or at least talked about this way back in like March of last year. And then they got their charter flights and they got their hotels and things like that. And then... You know, the Jets kind of decided that they're only going to practice one day instead of two. So the Bucks now are going to have their own practice, and that'll be at the Giants Stadium because there's no love loss between the Jets and the Giants. And so they'll get a chance to work out at their practice facility. Um, you know, now these practices, I've seen, going back as far as Tony Dungy, and, and you know, Dungy always had a rule that, and he would tell his players just before they ever got on the field that, like, look, if you get into a fight today, I don't care if you started it, but if you're in it, you're going in. Like, you got to go. And the guy he did that with, which I thought was an incredible example, was Hardy Nickerson. He'd been here 10 minutes, biggest free agent signing they had. And they were scrimmaging, I think, the Miami Dolphins, and Hardy some had some extracurricular stuff, and Tony just went – Blew the whistle and say, you got to go. You got to go. So, you know, there's there's a lot of that. Um, this practice, I would just say that, you know, aside from, from Russell getting injured, which was, which was difficult to watch, the Bucks actually did pretty well. Um, you know, against Aaron Rodgers, their offensive line is a mess. So a lot of pressure when they went to teamwork by Joe Tryon Shoinka and the, and the pass rush in general. Um, I think, you know, offensively there are some big moments. And, you know, if you're, if you're looking for, you know, kind of silver linings, it's that they're deep at wide receiver. Uh, um, we've talked about this even before Gage got hurt. And that is Trey Palmer – is a guy that looks like he's going to have a long career in the NFL. Trey went to Nebraska one year. was at LSU three years before that. And he did some stuff up here on Wednesday that was impressive because not only did he have, like, a great back shoulder catch, dug one out, you know, full extension on the ground one time. But then him and Kyle Trask, if you go on TampaBay.com, 
and um, call up my story, you'll see a video of Kyle Trask throwing a perfect deep ball about 60 yards in the air uh, to Trey Palmer. We talked to Mike Evans after the practice, and he said that's the best practice that Palmer has ever had. You know, he sees him every day. He's in the wide receiver room. So they're excited about this kid, and, and, and I think they should be. It's a shame. It's a shame for Russell. Um, but they got some dudes, as Matt Baker would say. Like they got some guys who can play, and you just have to hope that, you know, Palmer becomes one of the part of the sort of the history, if you will, of former LSU receivers. Because um, if he can do that, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a, a, a an okay year. It's gonna be fine with Godwin, with Devin, and now Trey Palmer. I mean that's that's a formidable bunch. And talk to Evans, he said that was one of Trey's best days. He said that um, you know the last preseason game he he scored a touchdown and everything, but you know he knew this was his last day, and he was making all kinds of catches and running good routes and sort of doing whatever he could to get open. So I think that even without Russell Gage, you know, and every coach or every player certainly gets his job the same way. Somebody gets hurt, somebody's ineffective. Um, this is a good match for the Bucks. Like this is they're gonna be okay. Um you hate it for Russell, but I think they're gonna be able to survive this because of the depth they have at receiver. So we mentioned like HBO's Hard Knocks and, and Robert Sack, you know, kind of ripped on the offensive line, rightfully so. And then they went out there and they hit a deep ball right away in seven on seven over Carlton Davis's head. Garrett Wilson had the catch. And so it was like, wow, this is really bad. But then when they got the team drill going, when they were 11 on 11, the Bucks completely dominated. Like they beat up the Jets' offensive line. And the Jets' offensive line, by the way, has been under fire, not just from internally but you know outside as well and, and Sally had some bad things to say about him they're a work in progress and that's putting it mildly and I think I mentioned towards the end of the drill um you know Joe Tryon had a couple sacks and um they were getting after it so uh you know for all the the talk about the Bucks offense and the quarterbacks we can get into that in a minute I think the strength of this football team is their defense I they're as deep as they have been since I've covered them in a while at outside linebacker, the edge rushers. And when you can rotate those guys in and not have a big drop off, that's huge. And so I I think at a position where, you know, you can affect the quarterback, you know, the ability to to switch guys in and out and stay fresh is going to be huge. So I like their outside linebackers a lot. Um, you know, they, they, they competed. Yeah, there were some early deep throws and, and things like that. But for the most part, when they were in the team drill, you know, like I said, I think Rodgers was sacked. So this is going to be something to watch both for the Jets and the Bucks. The Bucks defense, if they play the right way, and they're talking about complementary football, running the football, Rhythm throws, moving the chains. Um, you'd love big plays if you can get them, but for the most part, they're playing a field position game. This defense can get after it. Like they, I don't see a whole lot of weaknesses here. Anthony Nelson had a pick six, <laughs> okay, and and yeah, it was it was from the you know the the backup quarterback, 
Um, but Anthony is another guy that they got, you know, re-signed in free agency. That's a bargain that gives you production off the edge from the number of plays he plays. You know, so there there were some splash plays. They 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 made the Jets look uncomfortable a lot, and I think that this defense is going to get back to sort of what they were closer to twenty twenty. I'm not, you know, they're not. Are they a Super Bowl defense? No, um, but you can't wait for Kalijah Kansi to get back. Like you can't wait to see what they're going to have in that interior defensive line. And just how how deep they are on the outside. So those are all good signs. And Aaron Rodgers knew that his offensive line did not perform up to task, and and so he's hoping he said to get sort of their best five in place with about two weeks to go, and they're right there now. Um, so that could be a problem for them. Now, as far as the quarterbacks go, Kyle Trask had the first reps. This was his day. Uh, I thought he. I thought he. Made a good accounting of himself. It wasn't a great day by any means, but we talked about the deep shot that he had um, over Sauce Gardner, which was a nice play. And let me just say, and it's hard to gauge this because, you know, you have Baker coming in with a second group, and so you have a lot of backups, second offensive line sometimes. But just in terms of, like, his command of the offense, and we hear Todd Bowles talk a lot about that, like who commands the offense? From what I could gather, that was Baker Mayfield. You know, like he just, he processes things faster. And, you know, it was one of those days where the Jets are doing a lot of different things and you just have to react, you know, because just as if it was a regular football game. Um, you know, so it, it, it was interesting to kind of watch the, the play between the Bucks defense, which I think is being underrated a little bit. I mean, if you really look at this defense and you say, okay, what have they lost? I mean, they got two starting corners that are that are shutdown corners. They move Winfield back to the back end at safety where he can play center field. You know you like their two linebackers with Devin White if his head's on straight and, of course, Levante David. And then eventually, Kalijah Kansi is going to be going next to Vita Vea, who you know can still forklift some people. And then they're deep as they've ever been an outside linebacker. Um, so I think if the Bucks are going to make some noise this year, especially early in the season when they have that brutal first four games that they have to play, I think the defense is better than advertised. I think people forget. This was a defense that won a Super Bowl. Now, you don't have Indomitian Sioux. Uh, they're hoping Cansey will be there. Um, but even without him, they were they were pretty good, you know, against against the Jets. And I, and I think that's going to be the key. Can In this first four games, where they have some really tough, you know, road trip to Minnesota, home against Chicago, which they almost have to win, um, a primetime game against the Eagles, who are better, you know, like those those are tough games to sort of win. And then you go to New Orleans, who's kind of had your number in the NFC South. They've got to somehow find a way to weather that. But I think the defense is going to be the difference. I think they are going to um, have a chance to play up to a very high level again. And that's that's what's going to carry the day. You don't have Tom Brady. You're not going to score 30 points a game. Um, you just need to score one more point. And 
I've been impressed by what they've done. All right, we'll talk about the Rays winning their series against the Giants in San Francisco. But first, you guys already know it's hurricane season in Florida, right? But the good news is you can keep the power on without breaking the bank. And that's with solar battery backup power. There is no fuel cost to run it, no loud generator noise, no annual maintenance cost, and May Electric Solar offers a 15-year warranty on their solar battery backup. Plus, solar battery backup saves you hundreds of dollars each month. If you lose power and the generator is on, it can cost you over $2,000 a week just to run. Solar battery systems qualify for a 30% tax credit for the new systems and for adding a battery to your existing in-phase solar system. Guess what? You saved that 30%. Trust the pros in solar. To learn more about May Electric Solar Battery Backup or to get started, call 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So the Rays took two out of three in San Francisco, and... This was one of the best plays I've seen. First of all, anyone that can get that inside the park home run, I'm all about it. And from Little League on up, how about Luke Rayleigh hitting one off the – this carom was unbelievable. So it hits the wall and goes – takes a left turn. So much so that with the kind of force that he hit it, the left fielder overruns the ball and is now chasing it down. This dude stood up with an inside the park home run. Uh, stood up. He could have circled the bases twice by the time they <laughs> got that have, ball man. in, to be honest. The ball's still rolling. Um, I mean, the left fielder came racing over right. to back up the center fielder who went and it hit the wall, then hit the top of the wall and bounced right past the left fielder going all the way to left field. Screaming to left field, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you couldn't hit that again, give you a thousand tries. You're not even Hell no. Again. Hell Not no. even close. It was that. It was just crazy. Yep. Um, and and it was a pinch hit. Stand right. up inside the park, grand or a home run. Hmm. I mean, I I heard a stat, and they were saying like it's only happened like one other time in baseball. Uh, I'm not sure I heard it correctly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look it up real quick, but a pinch hit inside the park, home run. Hmm. That's got to be one of the rarest things in baseball, I would think. I would imagine. Yeah. What what was pinch it? Pinch hit inside it? the park home run. Inside the park yeah. home run. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean obviously we've had pinch hit home runs, of course. Yeah. Well, first of all, inside the park's tough enough. Mm-hmm. But the carom was the thing that made it work and then and then of course Luke's speed, which is really really good. Look, they've been swinging the bats better. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to is this going to keep up or not. You know, certainly they they didn't play the greatest team in Major League Baseball, but for the distractions that they're living right now with Wander Franco, and yeah, they are distractions. 
Um, these guys are going about their business pretty well. So that's the good news. The bad news is we have no clue <laughs> what's going to happen um, with that situation. So, Yeah, um, apparently the update from the Dominican Republic is it's being investigated by a a special unit that deals with minors and, and, and issues of that regard. They yeah. said they can't give any information out because of the sensitivity of it. Right. Uh, said maybe next week they could give some information out without jeopardizing the investigation. If that's true, that means the investigation is going to go more than a week at this point, yeah. uh, which is probably expected. But uh, that means come next week when the Rays return home, they're going to have to either agree to go on the restricted list longer or potentially baseball may have to suspend or the Rays suspend Wander Franco if they don't want him playing oh, uh, while the investigation goes on. So. Um, we'll we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, they said that the, the prosecutor in the Dominican Republic has not heard from Major League Baseball or U.S. authorities at this point. Um, hmm. I don't think that's surprising. Yeah. I, I think they're going to let the Dominican Republic investigate this and, and, and kind of let them do that first and then you know figure it out from there. They may be doing their own investigation as well, but they obviously don't want to interfere with the official one. It's such a mess, and it's so sad for the Rays that you know finally get this superstar and lock him up, and this guy that can be you know to ten All Star games, and to have this happen, man, it just it's it stinks for the Rays. There's no way around it. Um, hopefully, they get him back, and he's exonerated and all those things, presumption of innocence. Um, but this is a tough stretch for them to be without mm-hmm. a guy like uh, like Wander. Yep. It just really is. I would think, and and guys don't take this to the plate or to the infield necessarily, but I would think that in a quiet moment they're just bummed by it. You know what I mean? Like this kind of this just should not have happened. Uh, yeah, I think they are. I mean, I I think you know whether you're bummed or whatever. I think depending on what the investigation shows and what really happened. Yeah, it could um, change it in an instant. You know, you the know. one thing, and and we see this, and we've talked about with Russell Gage, and we've seen this with others. You know, whether it's Shane McClanahan now on the pitching staff. I mean, athletes are taught from a young age, whatever happens, it's next man up. That's right. Like, yep. you can, you know, you learn to control what you can control. Yep. And, and you know, you do your best. And, and yes, you want your, your best players playing with you in this, but injuries happen, life happens, you know, all this stuff that, you know, yeah. athletes, you know, since they're little, you deal with what's in front of you. And, you know, sure. Wander's not there. You move on. Shane McClanahan's not there. You move on. Would you like both of them on the team and, and playing right now? Yes, because they're great. They're great players. No question. But for you know, and obviously these are different reasons for each one. But they're not there now. You know, Tyler Glasnow wasn't there to start the year. Drew Rasmussen's right. not there. Jeffrey Springs isn't there. Manuel Margot is now you know undergoing <laughs> surgery. He's not there. Unbelievable. You know, Kevin Kelly just went on the IL as well. Pitcher. You know, so it's, you know, I mean, and, and Mark Topkin had a story with, you know, Ray's front office guys, and, you know, this is what what this team has done for years. It's just, you know, we'll deal with what's in front of us and, and make it work and figure it out. Find a way. And, yeah. and that's kind of what they do. And, and, you know, so far in this road trip, they're 2-1. and one. They've caught up a game on Baltimore, who lost to San Diego on, awesome. on Wednesday night. I saw Fernando Tatis with a straight steal at home. A left-handed <laughs> pitcher fell asleep. That's crazy, man. Uh, and and 
you know, your New York Yankees showed very well in Atlanta. Got swept. <laughs> My New York Yankees didn't score Did a Charlie run. They, they had, what, four hits in thing? the last two games, and they yeah. are now below five hundred. Sixty and sixty-one. Wow. Don't start spreading that news. That's bad. That's really bad. Well, you're in New York. You said uh, it's not good up there. No, because they're down on the Yankees really bad, mm-hmm. and the Mets are nowhere, and 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 really the Jets are sort of like the salvation of the of the greater city. Um, and I. With that offensive line, like part of me wonders if they're going to be fast out of the gate. Like I don't know. It could be a situation similar to what Brady went through. There's going to be some adjustments for sure. Um, tough division. They're a good team. I mean, that's the thing. You come away with thinking like, like this is this was a good team, and it was fun to scrimmage against them. Now, here's what happened: the Jets originally decided they were going to scrimmage. Wednesday and Thursday, but then pulled the audible and said, no, 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 we're not going to have a joint practice. The Bucks will be over there, and over there, what I mean by over there is way over there, <laughs> way over there. They're going to the Giants facility to practice, and so it was kind of like the Giants, like, oh, really? The, the Jets did you dirty? Come on over. <laughs> so that's where they'll be. Um, and then, of course, they play the game on uh, on Saturday night. So should be fun. Uh, don't know what to expect. Don't know how long Baker Mayfield's going to play or Kyle Trask. Both look good in practice, had their moments. So that all remains to be seen. But um, it's been an interesting day or so up here watching the Bucks compete. I think the Jets are a really good defense, and I think that the – you know, the Bucks made a good accounting of themselves. And this was a good trip with the exception of, of course, the injury to Russell Gage, which is devastating for him and and for the receiving core where now somebody with no experience is going to have to play a lot in his place. Anyway, I'll be uh, back up here, of course, uh, tomorrow as well. The Bucks will go to the Giants facility and have their own workout since they will not have a joint practice. And then on Friday they have a walkthrough. Saturday at MetLife Stadium it is, uh, of course, Preseason game number two, uh, which should be exciting. And then, uh, yeah, and the race, where are the race head next, Steve? They have an off day today, but they are in Anaheim. So not sure if the team's going to Disneyland or uh, what's on the agenda. The, God, I hope so. Can't take in any uh, like shows in Hollywood because there's a writer strike and an actor Good strike. Point. So uh, Mad teacups, man. Get yep. dizzy. Get the mad teacups. What are they mad about? You know what I mean? They're just spinning around and around. Those things get me every time, especially if somebody there is working it. Um, but yeah, this this road trip continues, and they're off to a good start on that. And they just got to hope that Baltimore maybe you know flinches a little bit here. I mean, they're not they're right there, they're right in it. But it would be nice if uh, they could somehow reclaim the American League East division, and they got time to do so. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, we will uh, be back, of course. Um, after the practice tomorrow at the Giants facility to talk to you more about the Bucks, about the Rays, anything going on with Sports Day Tampa Bay. Thanks for listening again. For Steve Burstink, I'm Rich the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.